Hello and welcome to the 215 Workman's Podcast. My name is Brother Robert Reynolds. I'm from KJB Right Division Radio in Lipa City, Batangas, Philippines. This is the podcast of myself and Brother Landon Dunn, and we appreciate you all being with us today to uh, hear this message that we have for you. And pray that it's a blessing to you and a help to you. And pray helps you learn to rightly divide the word of truth. Amen. All right, so uh, what I am going to do today... Uh, is um, I am going to teach a little bit on Acts 2.38. And the title of this is Acts 2.38 Church Doctrine. Is Acts 2.38 Church Doctrine. Okay, so let's go to Acts chapter 2. And so that you, uh, you get the uh, context of of uh, Acts 2.38. Let's start in verse 36 and we will go to uh, 40. Acts chapter 2 verses 36 to 40. Starting in verse 36, the King James Bible says this. Therefore, let all the house of Israel know assuredly that God had made that same Jesus whom he had crucified both Lord and Christ. Now when they heard this they were pricked in their heart and said unto Peter and to the rest of the apostles Men and brethren what shall we do? Then Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sins, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. For the promise is unto you and to your children and to all that are far off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. And then verse 40, And without many other words, and with many other words, sorry, did he testify and exhort, saying, Save yourselves from this untoward generation. So, this verse is misapplied by many denominations in Christianity. You know, these, uh, these folks believe that water baptism is essential for salvation. Right? And that's called baptismal regeneration. Um, some of the denominations that uh, believe this are the Campbellites, the Catholics, Episcopalians, Pentecostals. 
Presbyterians, Methodists, and Lutherans. Okay. Um, Baptists. Baptists are one of the few denominations that do not teach baptismal regeneration. Right? It's a corrupt doctrine. The teaching that one has to be uh, water baptized to receive the Holy Ghost is heresy. And it will lead a person to hell. And you ask why? Well, it's because it is not the gospel of the grace of God. The gospel of the grace of God teaches salvation is by faith alone. It's by grace through faith. And in order to understand that, in order to understand the difference, you know, and Acts 2.38, we need to obey 2 Timothy 2.15. Uh, that's a commandment that is not a suggestion. Okay. 2 Timothy 2.15 says, Study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. You see that? Rightly dividing the word of truth. Alright, so we need to study God's word. You know, a lot of the perversions, if not all of them, remove the word study from that verse. It's no wonder that so many people are mixed up in doctrine. You know, so many want to just, well, you know, um, I, I'll just follow my pastor. You know, he knows what he's talking about. You know, he has two degrees, three degrees, you know, in theology or whatever the case may be. So he knows what he's talking about. But we need to study and be persuaded in our own minds. And if something that that uh, a pastor or preacher is, is preaching and teaching and we see that it is not Bible, we need to throw it out and follow the Bible. Alright, so study is self-work. We need to be workmen. Amen? And so if you can rightly divide the word of truth, you can wrongly divide the word of truth. Alright, you can uh, under-divide it. And you can overly divide it. But we must rightly divide it. Rightly dividing the word of truth. Amen. 
So now, who was Peter addressing? Who was he talking to? Peter was a Jew and he was talking to the Jews. Right? And they observed the Mosaic law. Right? And in Acts 2, you know, even though you see the, the body of Christ, the church, it was uh, instituted at the cross. That's when the New Testament come about by the death of the testator. But it was not put into effect until Acts 2. But even so, that's where it was put into effect. These Jews had no idea about it. The church, the body of Christ, was in the infant stage. It was not revealed to them yet. Until the Apostle Paul come along in Acts 9. And then he revealed it. He did not start the church, but he revealed it. Amen? So, Peter was talking to Jews. Right, who obeyed the Mosaic Law. Right, look at uh, verse 1 of chapter 2. And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. Okay, so day of Pentecost. The Feast of Pentecost. Observed by Jews. Alright, and so... What was Peter telling them? Peter was telling the Jews how to save themselves from the generation that killed Jesus Christ. Okay, look at verse 40 in chapter 2, Acts chapter 2. And with many other words did he testify and exhort, saying, Save yourselves from this untoward generation. You see that there? Now look at Acts 
Now, when they heard this, they were pricked in their heart. Okay, so notice there that they were pricked in their heart, not their head, their mind. They were pricked in their heart. And said unto Peter and to the rest of the apostles, Men and brethren, what, notice this question, what shall we do? Now go to Acts 16 30. I'll show you something there. Acts 16 verse 30. This is the Philippian jailer. Right? And um, he's talking to Paul and Silas. And let's, let's read verse 31 as well with this. Okay. And brought them out and said, Sirs, what must I do to be saved? So the Jews back there in Acts 2, they asked men and brethren, what shall we do? The Philippian jailer in Acts 16 asked, What must I do to be saved? And then verse 31, And they said, Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou shalt be saved and thy house. So, Acts 2.38 is not the answer to the question, what must I do to be saved? Like in Acts 16, verse 30. Acts 16, verse 30, 31. Deals with faith in Jesus Christ, not water baptism. All right, now another thing to realize, another thing to notice here is the phrase for the remission of sins okay verse 38 Acts 2 38 then Peter said unto them repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost okay so this phrase, for the remission of sins, 
does not mean in order to get your sins forgiven. Just like Christ died for our sins does not mean that Christ died in order that we might sin. Notice this. If, if a person gets put in prison for killing, he is not put in prison so he can kill. But he is put in prison because he killed. So, for the remission of sins means because of. They have already received forgiveness. And so they are supposed to be baptized. So they don't get baptized to receive remission of sins. They already have it. And so they are to get water baptized. Alright, so also it is important to know that remission does not mean redemption. Redemption is taking away of sin completely. Okay. Remission means forgiveness. Okay. Um from Genesis 4:4 all the way to the crucifixion God remitted sins by animal sacrifices and this was temporary wasn't permanent. Okay? It was not until the shed blood of Jesus Christ That sins could be fully taken away. Alright, look at Hebrews 9.22. Hebrews 9.22. And almost all things are by the law purged with blood. And without shedding of blood is no remission. Now Hebrews 10 verse 4. For it is not possible that the blood of bulls and of goats should take away sins. Amen. Now look at Hebrews 9 verse 12. Neither by the blood of goats and calves, but by his own blood, he entered in once into the holy place, having obtained eternal redemption for us. Amen. So, please remember this. 
the book of Acts is a transitional book. It transitions from Jew to Gentile. Right? And it's very, very dangerous to get church doctrine from transitional books. Because, you know, if, if you're not careful, you're going to wind up in hell believing a passage that was not written to you for doctrine. Dealing with salvation, anyway. Outside of Acts 2, no one received the Holy Spirit by being baptized in water. In Acts 8, verses 12 to 17, the people were baptized, but did not receive the Holy Spirit until the apostles laid their hands on them. Okay, look at Acts 8. Acts 8 verses 12 to 17. But when they believed Philip uh, preaching the things concerning the kingdom of God and the name of Jesus Christ, they were baptized, both men and women. Then Simon himself believed also, and when he was baptized, he continued with Philip and wondered, beholding the miracles and signs which were done. Now when the apostles which were at Jerusalem heard that Samaria had received the word of God, they sent unto them Peter and John, who when they were come down, prayed for them that they might receive the Holy Ghost. For as yet he was fallen upon none of them, only they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. And then verse 17, Then laid they their hands on them, and they received the Holy Ghost. You see that there? And then in Acts 10, verses 43 to 48, you know, Peter was preaching to the Gentiles there. The people received the Holy Spirit before they were baptized in water. Acts 10, verses 43 to 48. To him give all the prophets witness that through his name whosoever believeth in him shall receive remission of sins. While Peter yet spake these words, the Holy Ghost fell on all of them which heard the word. And they of all the circumcision which believed were astonished, as many as came with Peter, because that on the Gentiles also was poured out the gift of the Holy Ghost. For they heard them speak with tongues, and, and magnify God, then answered Peter. Can any man forbid water, that these should not be baptized, 
which have received the Holy Ghost as well as we. And in verse 48, And he commanded them to be baptized in the name of the Lord. Then prayed they him to tarry certain days. Amen. So, here is the responsibility of a student of the Word of God. We need to be careful right, when it comes to the doctrine of salvation. Okay. We need to be careful uh you know with doctrines for that matter. You know, we need to uh ask ourselves if um that passage uh is uh is for us. Or for the Jew. You know, we cannot be applying Jewish doctrine to church doctrine. Or vice versa. Christians are to get their doctrine from the Pauline epistles. Which is Romans to Philemon. Written by Paul. And the Apostle Paul was the Apostle to the Gentiles. Look at Romans 11.13. Romans 11.13. For I speak to you Gentiles in as much as I am the Apostle of the Gentiles I magnify mine office Paul preached the gospel of the grace of God Acts 20:24 20, Acts 20:24 20, But none of these things move me, neither count I my life dear unto myself, so that I might finish my course with joy and the ministry which I have received of the Lord Jesus, to testify the gospel of the grace of God. The gospel of the grace of God is the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. Found in 1 Corinthians 15 verses 1 to 4. So the Apostle Paul, he preached that salvation was by faith alone, in Christ alone. There is no works involved in salvation in this church age. 
No works involved such as water baptism. Galatians 3.14 says that the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles through Jesus Christ that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through what? Faith. Ephesians 2, 8 and 9. Look at that. I'll show you something there. Ephesians 2, verses 8 and 9. For by grace are ye saved through faith, and that not of yourselves is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. You see that? By grace are ye saved through faith. It's not about you. Salvation is not about you. It's not what you do. But it's about what Christ did. Salvation is a free gift from God. You don't work for a gift. Amen. And then in verse 9... Paul says not of works. Lest any man should boast. But yet so many so many uh, people want to put works into salvation today. Right? Then verse 10 tells us why we are saved. For we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus unto good works. Which God had before ordained that we should walk in them so we're saved to do good works for the Lord amen so if you are one that has been deceived by the heresy of baptismal regeneration I urge you today to quit trusting in your own works. You know, our righteousness is as filthy rags. Amen. Jesus Christ did everything. For us to be saved. All we simply need to do is believe. And trust him. And his death, burial and resurrection. Amen. Now let's go to Ephesians 1. And. Um, I'll show you the transaction for salvation. Here. That we should be to the praise of his glory. Who first trusted in Christ. Verses 12 and 13. I'm reading here. Uh, let's do that again. That we should be to the praise of his glory who first trusted in Christ, and whom ye also trusted after that ye heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, and whom also after that ye believed, ye were sealed with that Holy Spirit of promise. So you hear the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation. You believe it, you trust it and you're sealed into the day of redemption by the Holy Spirit. 
Amen. That's the transaction for salvation. There is no good works there. No water baptism at all. Water baptism is it's an outward showing of what happened inside a person when they got saved. It's a type and picture type and picture of the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. Amen. All right. I'll go ahead and uh, and I'll stop right there. Uh, thank you so very much for being with us today. Thank you for your prayers for us, our families, our ministries. Uh, please continue to pray for this podcast that the Lord will continue to use it mightily for His glory. Amen. All right. Until next time, God bless you.